Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Today I'm going to be talking about show notes. What are they? Do you need to be doing them? Is it something you need to bother with? Am I trying to add something else to your already long list of things to do with your podcast? I know, it's a punish. There's a lot of stuff to get through, but show notes are an important thing to be doing. I'm sorry, I should have warned you that this was going to be more work. The reason that show notes are great are for a number of reasons, and it's not just for your audience, it's also for you. There are a lot of benefits for you as a podcaster to doing proper show notes, which takes a little bit of time. So it might not be realistic if you're already flying by the seat of your pants and just getting the episode out and that's about all you're managing to conquer. But if you've got a wee bit of extra time, and I'll tell you a way that you can make that a little bit easier, if you can get show notes up and out there, it is a really great idea. The first reason that it's great, and I'll start with your audience, is that if they like your show, they're going to want to have somewhere to come to learn more about it. They'll also want to know what other episodes you have, where you started, what your backstory is. So they'll want an about page if they really dig what you do and they want to get in touch they'll want a contact page so they can send you an email so all of this stuff is really useful to have if you want to turn people who are listening into fans who feel connected to you and like they have a way to get in touch with you and that they can find out more about you and the more stuff you have on your website the more of an authority you appear to be and that's not just to your audience that's also to the big search engine that we all love so much Google the more stuff you have on there the more of an authority you seem so having that hub and that place where your audience can go to is a great resource for them because if you think about any show that you like, the first thing you're going to do is Google them and try and find their website. And if you don't have anything for people to find, it sort of makes you look a little less professional because most professional shows would be expected to have a website. So show notes can be that for your audience. They can also be a great resource because nobody walks around listening to a podcast with a pad and pen and furiously writing down notes. So if you are talking about a lot of different things, and it doesn't need to be an educational podcast, you might refer to a movie or a book or you might have something yourself personally that you're plugging like a YouTube channel or a book that you're selling or a DVD. Are we still watching DVDs? I don't know. Look at me. I'm like back in the 2000s. It's so cute. But whatever you refer to on the podcast, it is great as a listener to know that I can just enjoy your content, kick back, put my feet up, rest and relax and just let myself digest what you're saying to me. And later there is a place for me to go to find all of the links to everything that you've referred to. You can also use your show notes page as a place to provide more detail about things. So maybe you want to flesh something out that you've touched on in your podcast and you can do that on your show notes page. If you have an email list, so a list of subscribers, then that can be a great thing to link to when you're sending an email out to your list. It's often hard when you're sending people directly to a podcast subscriber page like iTunes or Stitcher because not everybody has an iPhone and not everybody has an Android. So it's hard to sort of send a link that encompasses everyone and you don't want to be sending an email that's like if you've 
you've got an iPhone, click here. If you've got an Android, click here. If you'd like to download on a media player, click here. So if you just send people to your show notes page and you have a player actually embedded in there, so you'll have all of the text around it, a little introduction and some more information and some paragraphs around your show. And you've also got the player there with links to how they can subscribe. It's a great central location to send them to. They can subscribe to the show from that page and it will work for everybody no matter what kind of phone or device they have. The other thing that's great for you is that it's always good to get people to your website. Traffic is lovely and you might have some other things that you want to offer there. Like I mentioned before, maybe you've got a YouTube channel that you want people to subscribe to or a book that you're selling. Maybe you've got resources that they could use. Perhaps some of the stuff you're talking about in your podcast, you've got affiliate links for. So maybe there are some products there that you suggest to your audience that you have an affiliate relationship with. So you're taking a little bit of a cut from the sale of those things and you can put the link to those things there rather than people Googling them and you missing out on the coin in that regard. It's also great for that holy grail of all content, which is SEO, search engine optimization. Those three wonderful words that most of us still don't understand and we're just desperately trying to get our heads around. But essentially, if you have a place where your content lives and you have a show notes page that has a good whack of information on it, you need over 300 words to be even picked up in SEO. So you need to have some information on that page for Google to say, oh, well, this is a page worth sending somebody to. But if you can pump as much juice and information into those pages as possible, then when people search something in your niche, you might just turn up in that Google search. And more often than not, people will search first in Google before they search in iTunes or Stitcher for a podcast related to that topic. So people are going to go to Google, look for a topic or a niche or an area of interest that they want to find out more about. And if your show notes page pops up in those search results, then hello, I'm clicking on that. I want to know more. Oh, I see a little embedded player there. Oh, look at that. Some links to iTunes and a way to subscribe. This is a show I didn't know about. So it can be great for discovery for people to find your show. Like I said, you need some words on those pages for Google to pick you up. So one of the easiest ways I said I would tell you a way to make this a bit easier is to transcribe your episodes. You can go online to websites like Trent and Rev and if you go back in the feed or just head to my website, you'll find another episode that is all about transcribing your episodes. And this is essentially where you upload the audio file and it automatically, it's not like some guy sitting there typing away, getting paid 50 bucks an hour. It is a machine that just spits it right back out at you and it is cheap as chips. So it's about 12 bucks, I think, for an hour of content uh, and it will send you back a transcription. The one that I use is Trent and it has always been pretty spot on. You can pick which accent you use. So then it usually picks it up pretty well. You still have to go through it and check that everything's accurate. So you can't just upload it and go, well, that's fine. And this is usually much better for solo shows. If you have a show where you've got two or three people, then honestly, if you try and transcribe that, it's different if it's an interview because it's usually you go, I go, you go, I go. But when you're all sort of talking and it's all happening at once, it can be 
a bit of a mess if it's a transcription. So sometimes this just works better if it's just a solo person. But usually I will transcribe my shows and then I will use that transcription to basically flesh out my show notes page. So I don't have to type everything from scratch. I know what I said, all of the words are there, and then I just fashion it into a blog post. So that can cut some of the time out of that as well because it can be time-consuming to start from scratch and write a whole new blog post after you've just put together a whole podcast episode. So that will basically make the step a lot easier for you because the words will already be on the page, which is often the tough bit. As well as a place to subscribe, you can also use your show notes page as a place for people to get content to share out on their social media. You can use tools like click to tweet, which allows you to take little quotes from your show notes page or your episode and then put them in a little tweet where people just click on it and then it immediately populates their Twitter feed so that they can tweet it out. So basically you're doing the hard work for people and you can also give all of the links to your social pages and things and just ways for your audience to interact with you in a way that's not just in your ears. If you want to really create strong fans who feel connected to you, then there has to be a little bit of a give and take and there has to be more contact than just in your ears. People have to feel like you are in some way tangible because they're not going to sit down and meet you. So they do need to feel like there are other ways to get in contact with you. And the more stuff that exists online, the more of an authority figure that you will appear to be. So if you've been wondering, what are show notes and why do I care? I hope that's made you think that you should care a little bit. They can be really great and they shouldn't be something that's an afterthought to your show. In some shows, they're going to be a punish and they're not going to be worth it. And look, if you're not going to pick up the SEO juice, that's fine and you can scrap it and not worry about it. Things like comedy shows with my old show, Paul and Rach, it was a couple of us sitting down shooting the shit once a week. There was not really a huge amount of stuff that we could do with the show notes page. So I didn't really do that. We just kind of existed on iTunes and Stitcher and I didn't really bother about um, the show notes pages. We had a website and places for people to get in contact with us and places to find more information but I wasn't creating a post around every single episode. I do that with this show because it suits the content. There are a lot of people that are searching for tips about podcasting online so it makes sense that they would find the article or the show notes page and then maybe find my podcast through that if they're searching because you have to remember that all of these words that I'm saying into your ear holes right now, they are not being picked up by search engines. There is a whole heap of juicy information that people are saying into mics and it is just being listened to, but there is no real way for those words to be found. Of course, you can put keywords in the description of your show, but there's a lot of stuff that you say and you want to really get the most out of those words. So having those words down on paper or the internet's version of paper on a show notes page can be a great way to get more juice, I suppose, out of the things that you say. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You can head to my show notes page at podschoolpodcast.com. Just type show notes into the search bar and this episode will pop right up. If you are enjoying the show as well, I would love it if you would leave a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll see you next week and until then, happy podcasting. That's all for today. 